Welcome to the Patient Flow Podcast, powered by Teletracking. On today's episode, we meet Chris Wagoner, Regional Director, Clinical Support Services at Ascension, the largest Catholic health system with facilities in 23 states and the District of Columbia. Chris put his extensive background to work to pull together clinicians, support, and IT to serve patients better. The answer was a command center. Let's listen in as Chris outlines the unique challenges faced by Ascension. It was just a natural progression that we would, of course, bring in the idea of a command center. The challenge, of course, being what services, what does that look like? The transfer center was already kind of in place part of what was known as the contact center at the time. And so we had our physician's answering service, some uh, physician practice office scheduling was there as well. We also had our care line, which was our consumer line. Bringing them into the command center was, of course, a no-brainer. But then we also had regional resource team. We had our remote patient monitoring, our patient navigators. And so there were all of these sort of disparate people who were just sort of spread across uh, Indiana, sort of bringing them in under one roof and figuring out what are the synergies between these different groups. So, of course, we moved in in about September of the past year, so we've only been housed together for a short time, but already trying to figure out what is what is it that I can do with this group over here so that we can make that transition and access to care for the patient as seamless as possible. So from everything from I'm sitting at home and I want a virtual provider appointment, I need to make an appointment with my primary care physician all the way through, I'm now in the hospital, how do I get to the hospital, how does that become easy, how do I help with the discharge process, then getting people back home and how are we monitoring them so that we can reduce readmissions. So trying to look at the command center as touching the patient's experience at every point on the continuum of care. How did you determine which facilities to start with? We decided to start with our largest facility because it's the most complex and trying to make sure that we utilize every piece of the application, so for EBS and transport and all that, so that we could appreciate what it could do from a a total big bang sort of perspective, uh, if you will, for the large hospital. And then Obviously, we're doing it in a different way. So we're going from the biggest hospital down to the smallest, down to our critical access hospitals, utilizing CMS for those that need it and then BMS for those critical access hospitals. It was an interesting journey because, obviously, with a large center like that, it is a level one trauma. We do have women's and children's services, you know, and then trying to figure out how do you take this great tool and make it work for not only the transfer center, but for also your largest hospital who's used to doing everything internally. We run our own house. We know how our patients are coming in and out. And then to sort of superimpose the transfer center on top of that with this application, now how does that marry? That's been quite a challenge. We're still working through a lot of challenges um, because, you know, it's all in your approach. I think it it was good that we started with our largest hospital because I think we got a lot of appreciation for okay, what it is we need to do moving forward with each of the other hospitals. Hopefully the idea getting a little easier each right. time you go through. So, yes. With that decision, how did you get your executives on board and how did you engage the employees at the hospital? The, the engagement of the executives was actually pretty easy because we already had the vision of the command center for us in Indiana at St. Vincent Health 
we wanted to start bringing all of the hospitals together and utilizing the transfer center as a way to get them to sort of under one roof, if you will. So it was really a no-brainer that the idea of teletracking coming along, yes, there is cost savings, but it's also being able to really shorten, I guess, the virtual geographic map because from our hospitals, uh, I think we're about four and a half hours away from our most geographically located hospital. So we're kind of spread across the state. And so teletracking coming on just kind of seemed to shorten the distance and brought you under one roof and made you feel more like a one health system rather than a bunch of hospitals underneath a health system. The buy-in was was great from the executives. They're like, absolutely, this is what we need. This is the best thing for the patient as we're moving forward with One Ascension, looking at, again, access to care, how we need to make it easy for the patient, getting them, as with teletracking, the right patient in the right bed at the right time at the right facility. For the hospital, there are always challenges with different areas, and I think it's, again, all how you approach it. If this is a tool that helps you care for the patient, in a better way and avoid those delays, avoid getting the discharges out late. I think it's all how you sell it because I think as nurses, when we're told, well, this is what you're going to do. Oh, really? You know, this is, okay, well, we'll see about that. Right. You know, where you sell it is, this is a partnership. So as we have been onboarding hospitals, one of the things that I've been talking with the leadership about or even the frontline staff as they've gone through teletracking training, uh, I go behind and talk about how teletracking works in context. So the training they get, the nurses get their training, EVS gets their training, so on and so forth. But then having sessions to say, okay, this is what, for Ascension, this means for us. This is how you fit into the big picture. And so I think giving them the context of you are part of a whole team that is driving change and is also driving the access of care and the efficiency of care to the patient, I think that makes them appreciate it more. And so the getting the buy-in. And to the, this is a positive experience, and we're all in this together. And I like to tell them, yeah, you're a, you're a new hospital. You're coming up on teletracking. However, we're new to this application tool. This is a tool that we are both using. Help us help you get the patient what they need. We had touched on it about the goal of becoming One Ascension. Mm-hmm. Can you explain a little bit about what that is and how you plan on achieving that goal? Absolutely. The real goal, again, is getting every point across the continuum of patients having access to care. It's also driving keeping the patient in a community-based health access, looking at using our systems as a patient has access. They can go into the community. They can go into the urgent care. They can see their provider. It's close to home. And then if they need to go to another facility for a surgery or what have you, get them to that facility that offers that service, but then think about now get them back to the community for rehab or an extended care kind of a, an aspect. And so the journey for One Ascension is, again, the patient having ease of access to care at any point and then keeping them as close to home as possible while you're trying to give that ease of access. But bringing in our IT department and our ancillary departments, supporting the clinicians. For us in One Ascension, we are looking at, from the IT perspective, not having 15 platforms in every different hospital for every, you know, that there's this free land, free, um, free-for-all for buying, you know, as far as software. Well, I use this EMR. Well, no, I use this EMR. I use this financial system. So what's been really nice for us is that we are already 
one system in Indiana, that we have one financial system, we have one EHR. So when teletracking comes on, it's a whole, it's easy. So I don't have to keep reinventing the wheel from a software perspective or an IT challenge because those barriers are being removed because of the one ascension journey. What lessons have you learned from the process? And what are some things, now looking back, you're like, you know what, if I could start from scratch, I would do this differently this time. I think one of the big key pieces we missed in the very beginning was physicians, getting on board with the physicians. They are a player, I know in talking with folks here during the last couple of days, you know, People are like, well, the physicians just came along on board. But for us, there really needed to be buy-in, especially at our specialty hospital for cardiac. They really needed to be part of the journey because they're so integral to the workings of that hospital. So I think that engaging the physicians. Also, one lesson we learned was, again, giving context to the clinicians and the people who were going to be utilizing the tool. We did not do that with the first campus, with our main campus at 86th Street. And then we learned, of course, that nursing and different departments are working in silos. And so we really appreciated that when we got to our specialty hospital because um, it's a universal bed model. At that facility, everybody from the CNO clear down to EVS or transporter knows how the system works and what the nurse's job is, what the physician's job is. And so I feel like we kind of missed the boat because we didn't give that facility the context. Nurses had their training, EBS had their training. It was a big struggle because it's like, well, but I'm just doing that. Well, but by doing that, you don't understand the downstream effect of what's happening. And so they kind of got lost in their own processes. And so they had sort of this go live paralysis because they couldn't even manage with their old process because they're like, oh, this is new and it's different and I, I just don't know how to function. After that, we learned we have to give you, this is what this means. And since then, I think it has been very successful. We brought our second largest hospital on as well as two other large facilities. Again, we're kind of decreasing in size as we go. The concept is the same. And I think it's led to more easily easy go lives. We're not having the pushback. We're not having the type of calls. We're not having that go-live paralysis that we did have at the beginning. Do you have any plans to do some outbound marketing to physicians? Yes. We're actually going to be doing that when we roll out CAP. So for our St. Vincent Medical Group, which is in Indiana, we are going to be rolling that out to the physician offices, letting them know, you know, instead of making a phone call, you can use this application, and then sort of bringing in the idea of teletracking and the transfer center. Because right now they're so used to calling our transfer line, which they've known for 11 years. In their mind, I'm still calling the same number. I'm still getting the same kind of service that I had. But then having the understanding of, well, there's this whole other system that's behind that you don't even know about. So far, our SVMG provider scheduling, they sit right in the next room. Their patients are calling in to get an appointment for the practice in a room right next door to the transfer center. They probably don't even know that. You know, the physician's answering service, when they get paged at night, those folks are sitting right next door to us as well. Our challenge is to find what are the synergies between all of those groups so that, again, we can make it easier on the patient to get whatever they need, but also to help the provider get what they need as well. Are there some early metrics that you're really proud of? I think our ready-to-move at our main campus has gone very well. We're not seeing the impact of discharges like we would like to have seen. 
I, everybody here struggles with that. That's, uh, um, but our efficiencies of intake, as far as from the transfer center perspective, we have we were on paper before we went to teletracking, so it was a very easy transition. But we actually did a test of a test call, and um, we had one nurse who was on the paper, and we had one nurse in front of the computer. And as soon as the, they picked up the phone and were doing the intake. One was writing, one was typing. The one that was typing was done in a fraction of the time for the one who was writing. So it proved to the nurses in that instance, this is going to be more efficient for you. And so our initial call to acceptance time of the provider has been reduced greatly. This is the Patient Flow Podcast powered by Teletracking, your source for insightful conversations by industry leaders making a difference in patient flow today. 